going, everybody out there? Welcome to another All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And this time around, I don't know what, our episodes. <laughs> Let's talk uh, AFC South schedule and ranking predictions from myself yeah. and Brady. This is episode 82. Episode 82 on wonderful June 2nd, 2021. Yeah. So, of course, we're, we're, we're currently running through our predictions, division by division. Last week, we did the AFC North. Now, we're doing the AFC South. And we'll make our way through every division in the National Football League, making our predictions to see, I don't know what, how good we are at the end. Yeah. I expect both of us to fail terribly. Just like the draft. But that's okay. <laughs> yep. It's all for fun. <laughs> yep. Uh, any news you want to chat about before we jump into this? Uh, Julio I, news is still quiet. Yeah. The Julio Jones watch. Uh, Isaiah Simmons uh, changed his number to number nine. Number nine. I like it. Uh Cowboys apparently want to keep Leighton Vanderesh, even though they declined his fifth-year option, which is very interesting. That seems like they want to get an actual deal done. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, hmm. What else is going on? Packers are trying to call Aaron Rodgers bluff, and they will not trade him. Some people out there in the universe are saying... They think Aaron Rodgers will sit out this year mm. rather than play for the Packers ever again. Uh, today, the Niners were hosting uh, former Titans tight end Delaney Walker. Interesting, interesting. They do like, or they would benefit from, a yeah. two tight end set. Texans signed Rex Burkhead. They have 57 running backs. Yep, been running the ball the entire time. <laughs> Uh, they do have like seven, I think, on the uh, roster. So clearly, if Deshaun Watson is not there, they say, no worries. We will not throw the ball because we won't have a quarterback. We'll just run it a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Bears are hosting uh, former Washington offensive tackle Morgan Moses. Nice. Very nice. Um, Jamar Chase signed his rookie deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. He is ready to rock and roll with old friend Joey B. He's ready to go. Mm. A.J. Dillon, by the way, running back for the Green Bay Packers, says that the Packers have the best running tandem in the NFL with him and Aaron Jones. You think that's true? No. Who do you think has the best tandem? Cleveland. Cleveland? Hunt and Chubb, huh? Obviously. Definitely up there. I like that one for sure. I mean, it's a good running back tandem in Aaron Green Bay for sure. AJ Dillon, I think, needs a little more, a little more usage in these games this season, which I think he'll see it. He Do you know get... the name Brandon Jacobs? Oh yeah, man, he wants to come back, doesn't he? Old running back from the Giants. Yeah, he retired at thirty-eight. He and I quote: "There's no way Tim Tebow is better athlete than I am." <laughs> he wants to come back as a D end, I think. Uh... So he's not only switching. Positions, he's switching sides of the ball. Yeah, because he used to be a running back. Yep. Tim Tebow apparently out there with those giant arms of his doing pretty well with Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is impressed. Yeah. 
I think he's going to make that squad. We'll see what happens, though. There have been a few times in practice where J.J. Watt was playing offense. That's pretty cool. Scary. That's see him cool. at tight end. See him a running back. Jeez. <laughs> uh, San Francisco was talking to D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be interesting. I mean, they do need some extra wide receivers. David Njoku is saying he's probably just going to stay in Cleveland. Yeah, he's very happy now after last season. He wanted out, man. He yeah. wanted out in the worst way, and they apparently smoothed things over with him. Good old Kevin Stefanski does his magic again. Yeah. Browns are in a good place, man. I'll tell you what. We talked about them last week. Um, both of us had the Brownies on top, the AFC North. Yeah. And uh, I think they're in a good spot. they got to come out with that same... Same passion, same everything, you know, and uh, show that that wasn't a fluke last year. Apparently, like a week ago, the Colts are a favorite for the Julio trade. You know, it, so Seattle, so are the Rams, so are the Patriots. Chargers were in there. Uh, Chiefs were a no-go. Eagles, maybe. Did you say Seahawks? Seahawks, yeah. Um, who else was in there? Almost every team. Oh, Cardinals were in there. Um, who else? I'm looking look through the teams here quick. That might have been it. Yeah, I think there so. were a lot of te- Ravens is the other one. That was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, and also Rams as well. Yeah, they're all in the mix, man. I, these reports are just getting out of hand. I'm tired of hearing them honestly because nobody really knows except for Julio and his agent and the Falcons brass, and they're not saying anything. Yeah. So, all right. Well, should we get into predicting? Let's do this thing because yeah. we're doing AFC South. So we got the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Titans. Uh, let's start with the Texans, right? Because Oof. I think this is going to be a rough year, a rough transition year. New GM, new head coach, possible no star quarterback, a million running backs. And let me tell you something. Dude, it's not going to be easy for this team this year. Tyrod Taylor is going to be a starting QB. That's, and that's fine, but when you look at the rest of the team, there are some key pieces, right? They do have some good players. They did make some moves in free agency that were very good. We were talking about this before. I said, uh, we were having a discussion that said, who's worse, the Texans or the Lions? The Texans. They're in a terrible spot. They are in a terrible spot right now. I mean, when you look at the Texans' depth chart, right? Yeah. You have Tyrod Taylor... At QB, okay? You do have a couple of key pieces like Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, okay? They're their two best wide receivers. Randall Cobb isn't even that good. Okay, proves my point. (laughs) But running backs, right? They have David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, now Burkhead, and then a bunch of other guys. Burkhead would be a good fullback. He, it, it's not going to be a fullback. We talked about this yesterday. I'm it's just, just going gonna to be. be a two-back set. Just so it's two halfbacks. That's it. But when you look at these teams, right, you have Jordan Aikens at tight end. Oh, don't forget Kiki QT. Okay? What, it's all these other guys, right? Their defense, not really anything to write home about. Right? You got Kirksey. You got Cunningham. You got Whitney Merciless. So their linebacking core is pe- pretty decent. The rest of it? Eh, not really. Nah. It, they're not in a good spot right now. If they do not have Deshaun Watson at quarterback, they won't. This team's in trouble. 
They have Tyrod Taylor. Backing up would be rookie Davis Mills. And then they also have Jeff Triscoll. It is just, it is not a good spot for Houston right now. Everyone's saying on, like, how bad Davis Mills is. Like, there's, like, I know the Texans only had, like, three draft picks, but they're saying, like, Davis Mills is, like, trash. Huh. He's all right. And you don't know that yet because you don't know how Trevor Lawrence is going to do in the pros. Just because he's great in college doesn't mean he's going to be good in the NFL. It's very true. Look at multiple QBs that did that. It's very true. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. But let's let's break down their schedule here, right? Let's do it. So they're starting out in Green Bay. Lost. Then they go in into Dallas. Lost. Then they're back at home, but they play Tampa Bay. Lost. That's my fault. Is that preseason? That's preseason. Oh. My bad. NFL has their schedule all jacked up. Let's move back here. Let's go to the regular season this time. Either way, the preseason looks frightening, right? Yeah, they're going 0-4. Uh, week one, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's going to win. I don't know. I do. They're both equally kind of bad. I'll take Jacksonville. Anyway, uh, at Cleveland. Loss. Panthers. Uh, loss. At Buffalo. Loss. New England. Win. You think they're going to beat New England? Anyone could. Boy, that's I can't wait till we get to that division. Um, at the Colts, loss. At Arizona, loss. Rams, loss. At Miami, loss. At Tennessee, loss. The Jets, win. I don't even think that's true. Colts, loss. Seattle, loss. At Jacksonville, win. Chargers. Loss. At Niners. Win. Really? I already told you in the last one, the Niners aren't going to do good just because they're getting their defense back. Oh, boy. They have no one at receiver. Okay. All right. So, okay. Last game, Titans. Uh, Loss. All right. I have the Texans going 2-15 and 15 this year. Uh... I think you had three wins in there. I had four. So you have, you have them going four and 13? Yeah. My difference is I, I don't think they're going to stand a chance against New England. New England isn't that good. I understand what you're saying, but they're going to be good enough to beat the Texans. I also think the Jets are going to be a lot better than what people think this year. They're I don't not, think they're, they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat the Jets. I also. Th- I think they're gonna beat Jacksonville once, not twice. And I really don't think they're beating the Niners in San Francisco. Why do you think the Jets will win? I just have a f- good feeling about the Jets. I don't plain and simple. That's uh, that's just honestly how I feel about it. I think you're hyping Corey Davis up too much. It has nothing to do with Corey Davis. Well, you're just saying. I think like, he's a really, really good weapon. I think Zach Wilson is going to do great things in the NFL. I like Robert Sala as head coach for the Jets, and I think he's bringing bringing a winning mentality to that team. And they they have a lot of very, very good players right now. And if they have the proper coaching and the proper surrounding cast, if you will, I think they are going to do just fine. 
they're going to be a lot better than what they have been in the last couple of years. If you take a look at it, right, they have Zach Wilson as their QB. Running backs, they got Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter from UNC. That's perfectly fine. They have Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, which they just drafted. Denzel Mims that they got last year and Keelan Cole. They got Jamison Crowder. That's plenty of wide receivers. Then they got Chris Herndon and Tyler Croft at tight end. They got giant Makai Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker. Makai Becton didn't even do that much last year. He did just fine. George Fant at right tackle. Their line is pretty good right now. Defense, Carl Lawson at defensive end. Sheldon Rankins, Quinnen Williams, Vinny Curry, C.J. Mosley, Jared Davis, LaMarcus Joyner, Marcus May is stacked right now. Vinny Curry isn't that good. He's going to be good enough. Sometimes good enough isn't good enough. I'm saying compared to what they have had in the past. Have they ever, like a legitimate question, have the Jets ever been good? They've won Super Bowls. Really? Yep. Back in like the 1500s. (laughs) Gosh. Sorry, Jets fans. I'm hyping you up. I think I think this is going to be – I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I'm no. just saying it's going to be a much better year as a Jets fan than what it has been in recent past. Why did you have the Niners beating the Texans? Why do I have the – because it's going to be the Texans. Okay. But if I said that about the Lions, you wouldn't have said that because it's the Lions. Why do I have the Niners beating the Texans? Let's see. If Jimmy G doesn't pan out, they got Trey Lance. Okay? I like Trey Lance. I think he's going to do just fine. Uh, let's see. They have Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon. They have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I think Ayuk's going to take a step forward this year. Um, let's see here. They have Muhammad Sanu yet. They got George Kittle. They got Juice. They got a pretty decent line with my boy Alex Mack sitting at center. You got Trent Williams at left tackle, McGlinchey at right tackle. And then you look at that defense. I mean, geez, man. I mean, you got Eric Armstead and D Ford. D Ford is sitting there as their second left defensive end. That's insanity. Jordan Willis is third. Then you have Javon Kinlaw and DJ Jones at tackle. Then you Ron got Kinlaw didn't even do that much last year. Then you got Nick Bosa. Then you got uh, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, linebackers. You got Tart Ward, Verrett, all at all at safety and corner. That's a good football team. So are a lot of teams. I agree. If you look, what was it? Two years ago, they were in the Super Bowl, right? And they blew it. They did. They did, and that's that's fine. They got outplayed that game, but two years, so not very long removed from a Super Bowl. Last year, they were able to still battle with teams with literally a third-string defense and Jimmy G at QB. Well, so did Jacksonville. Exactly. Jacksonville's going to do pretty good this year, too, I think. I just, me personally, I think this season, the Houston Texans are bottom of the barrel. I think you think all bad teams last year are going to be good this year. I don't. Am I saying Jacksonville is going to be good? I didn't the say they're going to be I said they're going to do better. So, like, less terrible? Yeah. 
I just I don't think the Texans have anything positive going for them right now at all. And it's going to show on the field. Unproven coach hasn't really done anything in this league. No star QB to carry the team. You lose your defensive staple in J.J. Watt. A lot of changes going around there. Not really looking good for them, in my opinion. All right, let's move on to Jacksonville. Speaking of the Jaguars. Week one at Houston. Win. Denver Broncos. Win. Arizona. Loss. At Cincinnati. That's going to be an interesting game right there. Loss. Uh, Tennessee. Loss. Miami. Loss. They have a week seven bye. That's early. That's not going to be good for the Jags. Didn't like a team we did in the past have like a week five bye? Like I think they Last week? Steelers. Yeah, I think they had like a week five bye or something. I don't like know. It's pretty early. Yeah. Uh, week eight at Seattle. Loss. Buffalo. Loss. At Colts. Loss. San Francisco. Win. Falcons. Win. At Rams. Loss. At Tennessee. Loss. Houston. Win. At Jets. Win. At New England. Win. Colts. Loss. What do you got for the record? I have seven wins. So I have seven going seven and ten. I have them going six and eleven. Mm. I have them going six and eleven. I think it's going to be – see, here's the thing, right? Jags also have a new head coach, new staff, new QB, right? A couple of new pieces here and there, new fancy running back, along with their already awesome running back. I think there's a lot of people out there thinking that they're going to fail year one, like massively fail. I do not think that's the case. Six wins, honestly, in this division – it depends if they can beat their divisional opponents. That's going to be absolutely key in the AFC South. Because honestly, I don't... I mean, we'll talk about the next two teams here with the Colts and the Titans, but uh, I think the Colts and the Titans pretty much sit, ab- sit on top of this division. They usually always do. But I don't think the Jags are going to be that far behind. They are going to be behind, but not by, you know, six or seven games behind. I think they're going to put put on a decent show for those Jacksonville fans. Uh, want to talk Colts? Sure. Let's talk Colts. All right. This is going to be an interesting one. I can't wait to see what you got here. Uh, week one, Seahawks. Loss. Ooh. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to enjoy that game. That's going to be a nice one to watch. Uh, Rams, week two. Loss. Week three at Tennessee. Win. Okay. Week four at Miami. Ooh, this is a tough stretch. Loss. 
At Baltimore. Win. Houston. Win. At San Francisco. Win. Tennessee. Loss. Jets. Win. Jacksonville. Win. At Buffalo. Loss. Tampa. Loss. At Houston. Win. A week 14 bye. Oh, my gosh. That's it's late. Dude, that is almost a whole typical NFL season <laughs> before they get a bye. Yeah. Uh, anyway, week 15, Patriots. Loss. Week 16, at Arizona. Loss. Week 17, the Raiders. Win. Week 18, at Jacksonville. Loss. Okay. What do you got? Uh, eight wins. So I think I have them going eight and nine. Okay. I have them going ten and seven. I told, I told you this before, and I want to be the first one to call it that Carson Wentz with the Colts is going to flop. Okay. I'm on the opposite side of that. I don't think he's going to be a megastar. That's honestly what everyone's hyping him up to be like. I know. I don't think he's going to be a megastar, but I think he is going to get close to where he was back when he was playing amazing football. In 2017. Yes. I, like I said, he's not going to be at that same level, but I think he is going to turn his career around with the Indianapolis Colts. I think Philly had a pretty toxic environment for him there, and I just don't think he did well in that environment. But, so I got the Colts going 10-7. and seven. I actually have the Colts winning this division, just as a quick precursor to what we're about to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the Titans and see where they're heading. This is going to be tough because the Titans are a back-and-forth team. I agree. Like, yeah, like, like one game they could go out and win by like 40 points, or like win with 40 points, and then the next one lose by like 20. So let me ask you this. We're going to have a little fun with this one. We're going to go through this. And we're going to answer twice for each game. I want to see if your answers change. The first one, the Tennessee Titans as they are today. And then the Tennessee Titans if they get Julio Jones. Mm. Week one, Arizona Cardinals. Win. What if they have Julio? Win. You still think they're going to win? Yeah. All right. Uh, week two at Seattle. Loss. That's going to be a good game. What about with Julio? Loss. Man, you don't think Julio's going to make a difference in those games with A.J. No. Brown? No. Really? All right. Week three, Colts. Uh, loss. With Julio. Loss. Man. At Jets. Win. Don't even tell me with Julio they're going to lose. I don't know. At Jacksonville. Win. Buffalo. Loss. With Julio. Loss. Kansas City. Loss. Julio. Loss. Colts. Win. With Julio. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't think Julio's going to change his offense at all? No. Really? We got to get into that. Rams. Uh, loss. Saints. Loss. Texans. Win. Patriots. Win. Then they have a bye at week 13. 
And then week 14, Jacksonville. Win. At Steelers. Win. Niners. Win. Dolphins. Uh, loss. At Texans. Loss. All right, what do you got? Uh, nine and eight. I have eight and nine for the Titans' final record. Pretty close, my man. I'll tell you what. So how? So let, let's talk about this. How come you think there's really not going to be a difference in that offense with Julio Jones opposite of AJ Brown? I don't have like a straight up answer, but it just my answer for now is just it won't. Like he'll just he'll be there as the second receiver, but I guarantee he won't get over a thousand yards. You think he's better than Corey Davis? Oh, way better. Okay. Um, now, of course, well, let's take a look at this quick. Let me look this up because I don't know who all their players are. So right now, they have A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds. They need, they really need some wide receiver help. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's an understatement. You got dump truck Derek. He said he's willing to restructure his contract to go get Julio Jones. Everyone knows. You still got Tannehill, right? You got Anthony Ferkser at tight end. Um, defense is the defense, right? Defense, you know, I mean, they have they got Caleb Farley, they got Elijah Molden, uh, they got Bud Dupree, right? So that's defense is kicking it. They're doing good. I don't know. I think, you know, if they add Julio, I would. I, I think out of the losses that you said they have, I think they get two more wins if they have Julio. Because I think those games against uh, against the Colts, I think they're going to split with them, and I think they'll beat the Saints. And that's not my Falcons hatred coming out for the Saints. I just I don't think the Saints are going to be as good either this year. That's your Falcons hatred. It's not. It's not. I just think it's realistic thinking who they are and, and what they're doing. I mean, if if somehow Sean Payton can turn Jameis Winston into a superstar, maybe it's a different story. But the Jameis that I know, it, no. At this point, I thought about it. It's honestly impressive that he went thirty three and three <laughs> and thirty. I mean, like it's honestly <laughs> impressive that he did. It that. really is. He likes setting records, just not the good ones. He knows how to, he knows how to throw to people. Majority of the time, it's on the other team. Exactly. Um, he's thrown to Saints defenders before. Yeah, and he's used to that. So I I just I think there's a couple of games we could pro- probably flip flop here, but I think he gets them two more wins, honestly, and that puts them in a playoff race. Then, so I think they're in a good spot. Now, the the key difference here, right, is what's that offense going to look like without Arthur Arthur Smith running the calling the plays. Right? It's going to be a big difference in that offense. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let me see if I can pull something else up here real quick. I just want to take a look. So last year, Corey Davis, next to A.J. Brown, caught 65 passes 
984 yards and five touchdowns. That's how I expect Julio to be if he goes there. I bet Julio would get over 1,000. It's only 16 more yards. So Corey Davis had plenty of balls thrown his way. Think about this. If you're a defense, who do you double? Nobody? You double A.J. Brown? You double Julio? You stack the box to try to stop Derek? Are you gonna put you gonna put one on one against AJ Brown on Julio? Because that's you've lost. Why well, double AJ Brown? It might be able to just single Julio, depending on who they're playing, right? I mean, I guess that's what I mean. I think if you leave either of that, I mean, either, I mean they're both great route runners, great hands. They're giant, strong bodies. I, I just don't think you can do both. And then you have Derek sitting there, like. All you need to do is tackle him in the legs. He'll go down. I, I, and you know I agree with that. But still, he's a, he's a great runner. It's, That's a lot of speed right there. If he is on the cover of Madden, his career is over anyways. So. <laughs> you know, actually, it, it, let me before before we go any for, anywhere further, that's what we got for the AFC South, folks. Tell us what we're wrong on. All right, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. All that with Bud. Um. Let's talk about that Madden for a second, right? Yeah. They somebody put out this thing stating that because they they haven't even released yet who the cover star is, which is surprising by now because it's June. Yeah, and and it comes out by like August or something. People are saying that they think it's actually Aaron Rodgers on the cover, but EA has no clue what to do because of what's going on with him. They don't they don't know whether to put him like in a Packers uniform or not. Yeah, which. You put him on because he was MVP, and he was an MVP for the Packers. So you usually, put him on as the Packers. That's usually what they do. And typically there's no craziness, right, around the MVP because he's sticking with that team. You know what I mean? Like, that's rare right there. I think it should be Derek, though, because he's the fourth person to get over 2,000 rushing yards in a single season. It's pretty interesting. Maybe they two-star cover it again. Yeah, like they did with Fitz and Paul Amalu. Yeah. Yeah. They won't, but they should. They should. So I don't know, man. It's going to be weird. Just have just have Derek's long turd hair (laughs) behind behind Aaron Rodgers. Don't make fun of the hair. You do too. Don't lie to me. Hair. Um, we love dump truck Derek. Yeah. When are you getting that jersey made? Whenever you let me buy it. (laughs) He wants to get a jersey. I want to get a Derrick Henry jersey that says dump truck on the he back. Wants to get get a person. He wants to get a custom Derrick Henry jersey that says dump truck on the back. And get it framed <laughs> right right, right above here. We love Derrick Henry. He's awesome. Um, that's what I mean. I think with A.J. Brown, Julio, and Derrick, I mean, dude, that is ridiculous. Get you a Justin Herbert one that says Cannon on the back of it. Herbie Cannon. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, anything else? You want to talk about? We got AFC North covered, we got AFC South covered. Next episode, we're going to cover AFC East. So now, then we're talking Dolphins, Bills, Patriots, and Jets. Uh, this, my friends, I think is going to be the division in the AFC to watch this year. The Lions waived uh, defensive tackle John Atkins. Johnny, but he is Johnny. He's a big dude. Yeah, he is. Big fella. Big fella. Well, 
That is it, folks, for this episode of the All Out Blitz podcast. Of course, doing our record predictions. Covered the AFC South today. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, everybody has a great rest of the week, though. And yeah. weekend, you know, we'll keep uh, keep bringing you the news. We'll, we're going to bring our next predictions on AFC East, and we'll continue through the other divisions in the National Football League. Yeah. So, so that ends this episode, folks. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great, safe weekend. And uh, one more quick message before we before we close out here. This past Memorial, this past Monday was Memorial Day. So us here at the All Out Blitz podcast really want to just want to say thank you to all the servicemen, servicewomen uh, that are out there still fighting for our freedoms. We, of course, want to thank those mm-hmm. um, that are no longer with us, that, that didn't make it home, and uh, the families, of course, as well. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for us to keep us safe here in the United States. And, um, you know, we, su- we support all of you. And, uh, you know, we'll keep praying for your safety uh, and your guidance as you're, uh, you know, fighting the good fight for our country here. So yeah. um, just want to say, we're, you know, it's a couple days after, of course, but, you know, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you. We love you. And, uh, you know, we just really appreciate it. Yeah. So from us here at the All Blitz Podcast. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace out. Peace.